On 89.9, the light, you're in conversation with Clayton. And it's an absolute pleasure to be able to have a, a chat to a man who uh, I really believe is, is looking at things a whole different way. And a lot of churches probably need to start at least, well, not if they're going to replicate what he does, but at least thinking in those similar ways as well. By the wonders of Zoom, we're having a chat to Pastor Scar. G'day, mate. How are you? Hey, mate. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. And it's awesome to be able to have a chat to you. Give us the explanation for somebody who's never heard, hey, who's Pastor Scar? Yep. Um, what's the deal? What's the 15, 20 second summary you give? Yeah, in a, in a nutshell, um, I do online ministry. So I, I worked at my local church for almost a decade. And then after that, you know, thought, you know what, let's let's bring that same love and acceptance and, and that message to anyone and everyone that wants it, predominantly through the gaming space. So there's a website called Twitch. It's a live streaming platform. I live stream on Twitch. Um, and we've been able to connect with, you know, uh, over 100,000 people around the world in 96 different countries over the last few years. So it's been quite the adventure, just connecting with people. People and rather than telling them to come to us going, let's just meet people where they are and just be real with them and provide a, a service to anyone and everyone who wants it. Yeah. Now, when you say a service, um, you, you do have sort of some ideas of how you want that community to, to you know, work together. Yeah. And often it's just having fun. Often it's a bit more structured. Take us through what, what, what it might mean in a week in your community if people are connecting with Pastor Scar. Totally. I mean, it is it is vast and uh, and and a little crazy at times, and and all kinds of things, as you can only imagine the internet to be. But we've got uh, because our community is so varied. We've got young people right through to grandparents that are a part of this community. We've got people that are male and female. We've got people from so many different cultures and nationalities. Um, and the needs of a lot of people are quite different. So we try and, and meet that where we can. So, you know, via one of our spaces where we spend time, uh, a platform called Discord, we actually have a study hall um, in Discord. So people that need help with their homework can jump in there. In that same place we've also got a need prayer room where if there are people that are like hey this is going on and i need prayer they can go in there we can refer people to you know further mental services mental health services if required you know there's just a variety of things because we have so many people that come in we really do need to to care for that so um i'm i'm really grateful to have a great team of volunteers around me that um, enable this to, to happen and make sure we've got safety and accountability as our number one and just making sure that we're really providing a place where anyone can come to and be themselves um, and also know that they've got a family-friendly, safe, positive environment to be in and really just be loved and accepted. Yeah. I'd imagine some people thinking, man, you, you're living the dream here. You're you, you, you know, living out your life of faith and hopefully you know if people want to ask a question if people want to just chat if people want to care for each other and most of the time you just get to play games and that's sort of part of it too it, 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 i mean was this the, the the you know when you put yourself back a few years and go oh well i'm a teenager this is the dream or, or is this something that you went well actually this is a, this is a choice i'm making here and i'm, I'm going to be all in on it yeah, no, actually, funnily enough, it was quite the opposite. This was a hard decision to make um, because, you know, full transparency, this is a decision that meant giving up a full-time full -time paid position at my local church to meet people where they are in this capacity, even though I knew it didn't pay. And it was just a sense of going, 
I felt like this is what God was calling me to. And so my wife and I, we prayed about it and we thought about it and we decided to to step into that space. And now we, you know, have set things up so that once a week, every week, we've got a little kind of message time where myself or a different pastor or leader from different people around the world will come in and share their own story and, you know, just things like that and just get a chance to encourage people. But um, for me, the way that I see it in terms of the gameplay component is, you know, I, I play games as much as the youth pastor at the local church plays soccer. You know what I mean? Of course, they're going to be involved in that. They have to be to connect, but that's also not their primary call. That's not their main piece. That's uh, part of what they do. And in the same way here, part of what I do is playing these video games with the people that gather with us. But a bigger part and a more important part of what we do is just caring for the people behind it. Yeah. Uh, what's the sort of demographic that's actually connecting in with your community? Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, it is a mixed bag. Like I originally got into it thinking it's going to be young people and I was a youth pastor. So I'm like, cool, they're, they're my people. Um, I was very mistaken. Instead, there are people far older than I am that are regular members of this community and that will, will pop in because once upon a time when they grew up, they used to go to the local arcade and that's just something that is just natural to them. Um, there are a lot of people that aren't even gamers, funnily enough, that spend time in this platform just because otherwise they're sitting at home by themselves, particularly in lockdown. But even before, you know, lockdowns and COVID and all that stuff, people just going, well, I want a sense of community. And here in the live streaming space, particularly, you can really foster that because it's a back and forth conversation. It's not just a one way street. It's not we're putting out content and people are consuming it. It's our actually they're a part of the show and every live stream is shaped by who's in the room at the time and that's just a really beautiful thing yeah um what do you from your perspective as you look at it what do you think that the biggest reason people are there in that community is you know you said that they're they're wanting to be a part of something those, those sorts of aspects and obviously as you said that the demographic in terms of age is very spread mm. is there something that you're connecting and saying that's the that's the thing that i think is threading everyone together yeah, honestly, I think one of the big things is there are a lot of people that just want transparency. They just, just want someone to just be with them, fault flaws and all, if that makes sense. Um, and that's something I love about the live streaming space is that I can't edit it afterwards. You know what I mean? There's no there's no outtakes. Like if I need to burp on stream, it's going to happen. And I'm going to apologize. But it's cool because then people go, wow, this guy is an ordained reverend and he's actually a lot like me, like he makes mistakes and, and he, you know, will randomly be trying to do something and then drop his glass of water and it'll spill everywhere. Like this is, this is real and it's raw. And uh, I think a lot of people really resonate to that. You know, we have some that come in seeking a faith journey, you know, people that are like, Hey, I have questions about God and they know that I'm a pastor so they can ask those things. And, you know, we're, we're happy to do that. Uh, but then there are others who are atheists and other things like that, but they still show up because they just go, it's just a nice group of people to spend time with. Yeah. And yeah. that's what they're looking for. Is that a, and you know, now certainly um, showing my involvement in it, that I, I don't have a huge involvement in this world, right? Or a, yeah. a, a huge understanding of it. So is a community that is, you know, a safe place and a place of care massively unusual in these online spaces? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so as you can imagine, you know, in the online world, because people have anonymity, 
they don't mind getting crazy. Um, and, and there are so many warnings out there, and rightfully so, about the dangers of things online. Um, our approach in this is to recognize that those are true and those risks are there, but we also want to provide an alternative to go, you know what? So many young people are spending time on websites like this already. We need to make sure that they've at least got an option that they can go to and know that there's going to be no sexual references, no drug references, no no profanity being used. You know what I mean? Like that they can be clear of all of those things, but still be in the space that they were going to want to be in anyway. And so that's um, quite countercultural. You don't see it often. And I think that's one of the things that is a draw card for a lot of people, particularly families, because they go, hey, wait, you mean my kid can still be involved in gaming, which they want to do, but in a way that can build them up as opposed to tearing them down. And that's, again, it's, it's quite different, but it's what makes it so unique. Yeah. Just in a real practical sense, does that mean you're actually spending a lot of time in sort of moderating what's occurring as well? Or, or is it sort of an understanding as people come a part of this community, they're sort of self-moderating? No, no, no. We have a dedicated team of moderators that are there. Every time I go live, they work tirelessly behind the scenes. They are in our Discord server. They're on our YouTube channel. They are anywhere they need to be. It's a team of people that have slowly formed over the years I've been doing this. And we have the same standards and requirements for them as a church typically would for a pastor or a staff member. So police checks, working with children's checks, all of the all those pieces, anyone who is on our team has to go through that because we want to make sure that we are building that culture. So yes, it is it is moderated so that if someone does show up and post, you know, an inappropriate link in the chat, that link will be removed before anyone else even has a chance to see it or click on it because our team are there making sure that happens. So yeah, again, I'm really grateful that mm. I, I'm not doing this solo. <laughs> Yeah, and that's fantastic, isn't it? That you've got those that support around you too. How many times a week are you you live streaming and connecting in this space in that very deliberate way? Yeah, so in terms of the live component of what we do, it's five days a week, so Monday through Friday. Um, the schedule differs per day, so normally it's kind of Tuesday to Thursday is the after school slot as far as Australia is concerned, so three thirty p.m. to six p.m. But then on a Friday. I do a Friday morning segment, 7.30 to 8.30, so we can connect in with other time zones easier and give people a chance to jump in before school, before work, all that kind of stuff. But then we also make sure on weekends we've got YouTube videos going out and all throughout the week there are things popping up on our different social platforms. Yeah, it's excellent. We're going to be back with Pastor Scar in just a couple of minutes' time as we continue talking about this. I'm going to ask him to share some of the stats as well around this space and the uh, maybe you're sitting there going, okay, look, it's cool that he's doing that, but it, it, it you know... It's just such a subset of, of the, the world. It's, you know, what is it? No, no, I think you'll be blown away by some of the stats he's oh, yeah. got to, to highlight with you uh, how many people are involved in this area. And then also, uh, what's some of the impact? Some of the stories, we're not going to ask for people's names, but uh, what's some of the impact that's happening in the, the future for this with him as well? That's on the way next year on 89.9 The Light. In conversation with Clayton. On 89.9 The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton and awesome to be able to have a chat with Pastor Scar. We're talking to him. He's, as you mentioned, running an online space in, in various different forms, but primarily through Twitch and uh, connecting in with a community of online gamers and uh, you know just having that chance to care in a safe space, um, ask questions, answer questions, whether it be faith or life or family or just games, uh, and uh, dedicating himself as a pastor to being in this space. 
Pascal, we've got to ask you to uh, give us some of those stats. I have actually heard you talk about some of the numbers before and it blew me away. Could you talk through some of the, the impact and how many people are actually involved in this online gaming space? I'm going to be honest with you, mate. It blows me away to this day, even though I know the stats, because I remember the first time I looked it up and it was unbelievable. So uh, latest stat, which has come out just about a month ago, um, shows that the number of active gamers worldwide now sits at 3.24 billion people. Billion with a B. Yeah. And for context, the entire world's population is 7.9 billion people. So we are talking an astronomically huge percentage of the world's population that are considered active gamers. That is unbelievable. So for me, that was one of those things where I was like, hold up. You're telling me that that many people are in this culture. It's just that we don't see it because it's happening in closed doors and, you know, that kind of thing. But if there's that many people, then surely, surely there are many resources out there caring for those people. And I was shocked at the time to find that there weren't very many at all. And so that's what led me to go, okay, we need we need to be where the people are and clearly that's where a lot of people are so um let's let's do it yeah um i i think that's you know an incredible space and and certainly a calling you know as you're a pastor and i think for those who might say well you know i'm a believer in jesus i'm a christian i believe that i should be caring for those in our world i think this is a space where um even for many who go oh, i don't really understand that world or i don't get it surely have to start saying, well, this is actually the space. And presumably, as we only move more and more into the worlds of technology and online in the years to mm. come, um, this is only going to get bigger as a, an opportunity to speak into people's lives. Is that your take as well? Absolutely. I mean, look, at the end of the day, pre-COVID, this was already a thing. So this isn't a response to that. This isn't a, okay, now that everyone's in lockdown, gaming is popular. Like when I got into this ministry, when I started this, when I started doing this, it was in a pre-COVID world, but it was, uh, this is huge and we need to be there. And since then, it's only gone up as internet you know, speeds have increased, as where people in the world can get connected from has increased. Like there are many places that would be considered, you know, third world countries that still have solid internet and, and can jump on and therefore can now connect in a way that previously they haven't been able to do. And that comes with a huge blessing, a huge opportunity, um, and also a huge responsibility because as we talked about, there can be both good things and bad things on the internet. We're trying to add more to that bucket of good things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how do you think through the spaces and, and I suppose of, this idea that, hey, look, to truly connect with someone, you, you need to sort of be face-to-face. -face. You know, I'm, I'm guessing you've heard that argument before and, and people yep. have talked to you a, a, about that. Um, how do you, I suppose, look at that? Obviously, you say, well, no, I, I think there could be other ways. Um, what are those other ways and how does it actually work in, in reality for you? Yeah. I mean, I think, if anything, for those listeners that have spent any more than a day in lockdown can testify, it's different, right? Like, there, there's... It's not, uh, okay, let's not meet in person anymore because we have this online mode. But 
we also need to figure out how to utilize that online mode and to do that in a way that is effective and helpful. Myself and our team have spent so much time figuring out what that looks like and how that operates through things like our live stream and also our Discord server, which operates 24 seven, you know, at any point in time. So even while I'm in this interview right now, our Discord server is still active and there are people in there doing dialogue from across the globe. You know, it's different things like that and just making sure that, you know, communication piece is there and that people have an outlet. They're not alone at any point. If they need community, you know, statistically speaking, even if the Australians are asleep, someone else is awake, right? So so having a global community is one that you can do in the online space. So, you know, at no point have I said, or will I say, this is the future and this is the only way. Like we, if you're not online, then, well, I mean, really, it, it's definitely not a case of, if you're, you know, in person, you're doing something wrong. Never, 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 never. But this is an additional tool to say, hey, yes, in person matters and let's do that. But if you're going to be spending time online anyway, then do it together and do it in a way that is wholesome and and helpful. Yeah. Um, often I, I, on this show, we talk about, you know, is there an individual story we can tell and share the impact of it? I understand that maybe A, if you can't do that, uh, and B, certainly no one's names are in there. But is there a sort of a, a story that there is one that you could share to say, look, this is, this is the, the change that someone's had by being part of the community? Honestly, I wouldn't even know where to start because of the amount of stories that there are. These stories come in weekly because we connect with so many people. We're hearing countless stories. In fact, to use an example from just recently, I spoke at a high school assembly via Zoom, um, 550 students in this, in this virtual call, and I spoke for 12 minutes about what we're doing and that kind of thing. And I'm sitting there as a guest speaker going, no one here is going to know what I'm doing. And I then got to look at the chat afterwards. And there were people who I don't know. I've never seen them. I've never, you know, I've, I've never met them before who were typing in the chat saying how much this stream has helped them through their lockdown journey and how much this stream has been of benefit to them in their faith for the last number of years. Like the, the impact and the fruit is so evident that we don't even hear all the stories. Like, I, I didn't know those stories. It was only after the assembly where one of the teachers said, hey, Pastor Scar, hey, Kieran, you might want to take a look at this. And he sent me a list of what people were typing in the chat. And I went back and had a look and I was like, wow, I, I had no idea, which in the same way as yourself with the radio space, right? There'll be people that you have impacted that you may never get to hear those stories from. Thankfully, we have a medium um, that talks back. So we do get to hear those stories a lot. So often when we're in the chat, someone will just pop in out of nowhere and say, hey, first time typing in the chat, but I've been here for the last year. I want to tell you about how much this has meant to me and how much this has grown me in my faith. And there have been people that have been connected with churches that weren't previously. There have been people that are now going to youth groups that weren't previously. There are people that are, you know, just going, hey, I used to struggle with depression to a degree a whole lot more than what I am now. And a big part of that is hearing your real talk segment every week where we, you know, deep dive into God's word and where we go, okay, how do we, how do we talk about life issues and, and talk about how we can care for people? And it's just been so helpful for people. Yeah. I love that. It's fantastic. Um, I want to finish by talking about the future on, on two, two fronts. One, the future for yourself uh, mm. and, you know, what the, the pastor scar channel and the whole idea of that is, and then also, I suppose, a, a challenge for those who might say, look, all right, I, I, I am somebody of faith, and we know that not everyone listening is, but somebody who might be to say, 
are, are you you know encouraging us to all go and start a channel like that or churches to start investing in online spaces in, in the gaming world so those two things yourself and, and then i suppose a challenge for all of us yeah i mean i think both answers are very much intertwined um in and what i mean by that is you know for myself we are in a position right now as a group that we've had rapid growth um and and i say rapid but it's been over the last three and a half years that we've been building this and it's, it's grown to reach you know tens of thousands and more people and now we're at a point where we're looking towards sustainability and going okay this has been great and it is great and it will continue to be great but so far it's been at the expense of my wife and i and like i mentioned earlier giving up my job to do this and so it's like well is there a way to make this sustainable is there a way to employ other staff members and bring more people in to really do even more than what we currently are so we are looking towards that sustainability piece and you know how to keep this consistent for the long term um but on top of that in terms of other people and how they can you know get involved or what the i guess action call would be if you will i think one thing would be to I guess I want to encourage people, don't be afraid to think outside the box, like in whatever that looks like in life for you. And if that means at your local church and in, in something completely, you know, left of field where they're just like, wow, we would have never thought of that. Like for me, I had to go just because things have been done a certain way doesn't mean it's the only way to do things. What's our heart? What's our purpose? Why? What are we trying to achieve? And how do we do that? And so for some of the listeners, that might be something that they've been sitting on for five years that they now need to go, maybe I need to start looking into that and doing that. For others, maybe that's not their space. And what they would need to do is connecting with others that are pioneering and trying new creative expressions to, to reach people and connecting in with that like if anyone that is listening wants to talk to me personally we can we can do that like i would love to to tee up a chat and if you want to support us in what we do in making this sustainable by all means but at the same time i recognize that not everyone has that ability but either way we just want to encourage you to go hey dream big and know that nothing is impossible if you're doing it for the right reasons and and for us it you know as a faith-based organization we look at this and we go god is in control and we're going to give him everything and we're just going to trust him in in how this is led yeah it's great if people do want to connect in with you how, how's the best way to do that um easiest way would probably just going on pastorscar.com so p-a-s-t-o-r-s-k-a-r.com um on that website there is a link to our twitch channel which we, is where most of what we do operates but there's also a bunch of links to media features including this radio interview eventually and you know all of those things and there's even a donate button if people are interested all that stuff is housed in that website that's excellent all right pastorscar.com awesome having a chat with you mate thank you for what you're doing thanks for the encouragement uh thanks for the hard yards that you and your wife have done and that sacrifice uh clearly so many people's lives have been impacted and it's wonderful to hear thanks again for your time Hey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate the opportunity. God bless. This is 89.9 The Light.